0: One Oh we are live ladies and gentlemen, little technical difficulties, but we are back and I am very proud have a bright, bright, bright future in our track community. My girl is with me, Katarina Roca, ladies and gentlemen. let's give a round of applause for one of the best to ever do it to come out of Massachusetts. Thank you, Kat. Let's just dive into it because you have a lot going on. So like I said, (laughs) I want to give a special salute to all of our followers who pay attention to Coach H Live. And uh, for me, I think I have a very special person. I'm interviewing North Shore's finest. I believe with sincerity, track and field of Massachusetts royalty. The Roka family has done nothing but justice to the track community here. We're going to give a shout-out to dad, mom, especially you, Kat, and your brothers. Um, A future – if you have not been inducted into the MSTCA Hall of Fame, I consider you a future Hall of Famer. Do you still have the school record in the girls' mile or the 5K?
1: Um, I never ran the 5K in high school. But the mile – I might have it at P.B.D. High, but not at the state level. I believe it was broken – by someone a couple years ago.
0: Grace.
1: Maybe. Grace Conley, I think. Maybe. I honestly don't even know. <laughs> but I think I might still have the school one.
0: Not I think the so. There's a young lady, uh Devasta. Your uncle will be able to tell you. Devasta, she's pretty tough. Maybe like a 520 girl, senior. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my homegirl, Cat has taken her talents, Katrina Rocha, former state champion here at Peabody High School, took her talents to Providence, and now she's taken her talents to the sideline, and she's now joined us all in the coaching ranks. And it's been a year or so since I've seen Kat, I just wanna just touch base with you since you've been coaching now, and just how that's working out for you. So my first question is really statement, You know that I'm not shocked on where you are currently in your career. This is from the outside looking in. Um, It's like you go to the art museum, you see the art on the wall. And so for me, the art says this girl comes from amazing mom and dad. Uncle's one of the best coaches ever to do it. Siblings, cousins are some of the best runners the state has ever seen. What was it like growing up with a family that more than one person, especially your parents and uncles, are knowledgeable of track and field and cross country?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm super grateful that I had that in my life, you know, a, a plethora of coaches surrounded by me. You know, I just had my parents, my uncles, you know, and they also ran. So that made it better. But, you know, I think I had all that coaching support from even a young age, even when I didn't run, you know, I, I played soccer my whole life. And my, my dad was my coach usually when I was younger and kind of got used to that when I was young playing soccer. But then um, as soon as I got to high school um, after I quit soccer, my freshman year and gave cross country a chance and indoor and outdoor all three seasons, you kind of get the feel, you know, all of that support. You know, my mom is very knowledgeable. My dad is very knowledgeable and, you know, I, I, I don't think I'd be here, um, with the knowledge that I have if I didn't have them, um, as well as, you know, continuing to learn throughout my college years with Ray being my coach, um, and now that I work for him, still learning. So, um, you know, getting, I'm just absorbing, trying to absorb it all. Like, even when I was younger, I think subconsciously I was absorbing stuff, you know, because they were so knowledgeable in the coaching area, like pick up little things that now I sometimes use um, with some of our athletes or my brothers. Um, so I'm very grateful that I had that surrounded, like had that was in that environment my whole life pretty much. Um, but there was really no pressure as a coaching in the coaching stance. Like my dad, but at the same time, you know, he was my coach at practice, but we went home and it was like, it was over, you know, he wasn't my coach anymore. he was my dad, which is, which is what you want you know Um, it's a good balance and as well as with my mom
0: so let's start this journey freshman year talented soccer player you took your talents to run full seasons indoor outdoor cross country then you graduate PB high hands down one of the best make it to Foot Locker you have options Why did we take our talents to Providence and why the legendary coach Ray Tracy to guide you on your next four years in undergrad?
1: Yeah. um, You know, I had a couple Um, of options, all the schools I went to, the coaches were great. And, you know, I really liked the schools, the four that I, I visited and, and, you you know, know, I, I came to PC on on an unofficial and talked to Ray, you um, know, I mean on an official and I talked to Ray And it kind of just really felt like home Um, as well as the team. You know, I immediately felt comfortable and felt like this is a place I could really see myself for the next four or five years. You know, it was really like a family feel, which I was really hoping to feel from high school because our high school team was so close. I really wanted that in my college team. and. I came here and I, I knew the academics that I wanted were here. Um, and then just with the coaching, you can't get any better really than Ray. And and Tim was here my sophomore year as well. Um, so you can't get any better than that. And that was just a great mix. It was a smaller school, only an hour and a half from my home. So I still got that support from my parents and could go home if I needed to, which I never really did because I loved it so much. But, um, but yeah, I think what sold me was the environment, the culture, the coaching, all kind of just fit what I was looking for and somewhere where I really wanted to be and felt like I would make a difference, hopefully, throughout my four or five years.
0: And um, certainly you did make a difference, being part of some amazing teams that ran at a high level, at the national level. Um, remind me, your your senior, your freshman year was what year?
1: 2013
0: what has changed in the last 10 years in providence
1: that's crazy to think it's been 10 years um, since i started here which is kind of a full circle moment but um definitely you know the physical aspect of the campus has changed at providence um you know our facilities are much better than when i was here you know the culture, the athletics in general are so high level at PC now, you know, we have soccer teams making NCAA tournament we have, you know, the hockey teams making NCAAs and basketball who made it to sweet 16. So you know, all the athletic teams are getting really good and we're, we've been consistently good as well running, you know, track and field and cross country, you know, making it to NCAAs, you know, having high placers in those meets. Um, so that kind of has changed. Everything has been kind of high, like everything's better, which is like amazing in a small school like this. You don't find that very often, you know, a Division One program in the Northeast where a lot of sports are really good. Um, so that definitely I've seen it grow, you know, physically the facilities, we have an innovation lab. That's amazing. You know, high tech recovery tools, snap pods, float tanks, you know, Norma tech pants, a beautiful outdoor track and indoor track and all the facilities you really need. Um, so that definitely changed throughout the years. It wasn't here. Um, and now all the kids kind of have that to their disposal. Um, but regards to the culture of PC, you know, it really is a Friar family. You know, that hasn't changed. You know, I graduated from here from grad school and left for a couple of years. And then when I got hired here, it was like I really never left. So it's a really cool feeling to still have that. You know, you walk in the office and you still feel like you never missed a beat um, and you really feel a part of something. So, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for Ray and, and the staff here and Tim for, for allowing me to come back and just feeling like home again.
0: So, many people don't know, you're my homegirl, right? Because we have things in common. We're foodies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you and I can appreciate a good donut. And you're the one that got me like, yeah, donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my foodie in common, we just had the holidays.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What were some of your three go-to dishes okay. that cat? Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, what was the, some go-to dishes?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so chicken, parm, chicken parm, that was definitely one of my favorites. favorites. My dad makes some great dad chicken parm. Great chicken parm. Um, fish tacos. Fish tacos. Um, and, then and then my dad. Mr. Roka with the fish yes, tacos, huh? he He's killing it, you know um not all portuguese food up in in the rocha household which is nice sometimes um so those two for sure and then my mom can make a pretty good pizza um so you know those are definitely the top three and then you know ice cream for dessert as always you know i used to work at treadwell's and we used to get that we get that all the time when i'm home so um dessert's a whole nother category though that would take too long for this for this podcast
0: (laughs) So, kids, you see that? If you put in the work, you can have a cheat day. Cat always, put in the work. Always. You deserve one. <laughs> Cat, like we stated before, when you competed, you were one of the best at every level. <laughs> high school, you got to college, you competed at a high level. Thank Do you God. see some of these qualities of yourself in some of the younger athletes that you're recruiting and coaching?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we have a great you know number of athletes on our team that have you know those qualities as a runner you have to have some of those qualities you know competitive disciplined you know enjoying the sport of it all um and i can definitely see some of the qualities and some of the athletes that we have you know they're 10 times more talented than i was some of them you know Never. <laughs> um you know making it to ncaa's and you know placing really high in cross country already as as young athletes too you know um And placing high at the Big East meet or winning Big East, you know, we have those types of athletes, which is amazing. Um, So, you know, I see some of the the same qualities, but I would definitely say our girls are a little bit more talented than I was. You know, they have the great coaching behind them with Ray and Tim, as well as all the high tech stuff, facilities and stuff that we have now. You know, they're they're great and and excited to kind of see where they all go from now.
0: I got to pop your collar, though. They actually have someone like you. An alumni who understands what it takes, so do not, you know, you have a lot of value in that aspect, alumni, (laughs) and you know you've been to the top of that mountain. Um, As you know, climbing that mountain will come with the ups and downs. And we're speaking to our future collegiate athletes. You know, college has ups and downs, and that's life circumstances that we are not exempt. How did you Kat, navigate your academic excellence because you're a great student, but maintaining the balance of being um, at a school in a program that had their eyes on like the natties. So you're balancing your academics and this isn't Franklin Park and Rentham like <laughs> natties. How yeah, did you yeah. balance that?
1: yeah i mean i think every college student kind of goes through that transition where they have to find a balance between their academics and athletics i really believe that you know if you're doing well in the classroom you're doing well on the track and vice versa you know they go hand in hand kind of you know if you're really stressed in school sometimes it doesn't translate on the track and vice versa so you know finding that balance is really good and I think what really helped me find that balance was the people that I had around me you know we had great support here academic wise and athletic wise um, as well as you know the culture of the team you know we always we ate together and then right afterwards we'd go study together you know and be in the apartment together studying at the times that we needed to be studying you know if we wanted to be good we needed to do all the right things Um, so that meant keeping our academics you know in order so if we had to do it together, we would. Um, there have been many late nights in the student athlete lounge, but you know we got it done. And I think finding those supports on the team, and you know, in the library or wherever it may be, academic support. You know, I think that helped a lot finding that balance. You know, I wanted to be the best I could be on the track, and that meant I had to you know do what I need to do in the classroom to be able to do that.
0: Thank you. Um, Prospective runners seeking to run at Providence—whether you are a walk-on, whether you're a high recruit—what is Ray looking for, and what are you identifying? If you show up to a meet, what are you? What is Ray? Are you looking at in a boy or a young lady seeking to come to Providence?
1: Yeah. So I mean. So, um obviously overall a great, you know, student athlete, you know, so that means not just, you know, their times in the track and on what they're doing on the cross country course, but also in the classroom, you know, you do go to college to get a degree. So, you know, make sure, you know, your academics are, you know, able to get into PC and you would excel here academically and be successful afterwards as well. So we look for that in a student. And then athletic wise, you know, obviously if your times are there, you know, for our standards, but, you know, more importantly, that you're a hard worker and you're buying into the to the team culture that we have here, as well as the coaching staff. You know, trusting trusting in your coaches and as well as your teammates to make you the best that you can be. You know, on the track and off the track. Um, you know, I think that's what we kind of look for. You know, someone that's going to come in here and want to be a part of this team and really make a difference, and you know, support one another for sure, and you know, come out of here with you know a degree, but also with some some great times and hopefully some really good friends um, and some accolades, and accolades with, the with the team. So, yeah, I think we're just looking for all around someone that can come in here and, you know, make a difference and um, kind of buy into what we're selling. <laughs>
0: um, so is it, it's a year now that you're on the sideline.
1: Yep. Yeah, this is my second year. Second year. Going into it.
0: Can you share your first or, A standout coaching OMG moment.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So um, I would have to say so I'm in my second year, second semester going into spring, winter and spring. but all last, but year, all I last year i was think was like an omg like moment OMG, you, know, you know everything was, everything just, was from just from getting the opportunity getting to, to come, back, come back to the cross-country and season and to you know you making know, we had athletes make, know, make out ncaa outdoors NCAA you know, outdoors, you know outdoors, i think everything was just an omg moment, moment you know like, like it was everything was just eye-opening and, eye-opening and, and, and i was just so grateful to be here and it was just wild was just to think wild after nine or 10 years that I could be back here. I think so that I've still kind of all processed everything with on top of like taking everything in from what Ray was teaching me and Tim was teaching me. So everything was kind of an OMG moment, every success, every failure. But I think now that I've kind of gotten past that and super excited to build on what our success was last year, I think I think. Our OMG moment our for now, because home we home still now. have indoor and outdoor, so hopefully we'll have a couple more of OMG moments, OMG but um, um, was, was our Big East big cross-country, cross-country meet that we had this year. Um, we hosted it at Attleboro, Attleboro, so it was a home, so meet, was a home meet, meet, essentially, um, a big meet for us. We haven't hosted it ever, so it was really cool to kind of put it on, and Tim did a great job with it. So. Um, We came in second on both the men and women, but we haven't placed that high in a couple of years now, and we had an individual champion as well. So it was just an amazing OMG moment to see all the girls and guys kind of rally with each other. Yeah, we didn't win the Big East titles. You know, the women were close to a really good ranked Georgetown team, um, and we had an individual winner. So it was just awesome to see, even though we didn't win, the girls were so for our freshmen that won and just for each other that, like, they did this, you know, they came in second last year they were fifth or whatever they were and now they're second and they could see their success and all their hard work kind of you know coming through for the last couple seasons and you know I think that was an OMG moment because it was more exciting for me to be able to see how excited they were for each other and for the team than you know even when I or won Big East or when our team won Big East like it was a great feeling to just kind of see these women come together and just be so supportive of one another and you don't find that a lot which is which is really awesome.
0: 10 years ago, you're competing at the high level and you are, you're still training. Did you see this in the cards? Um, Sideline? Coaching?
1: I honestly, I honestly didn't really realize I wanted to I wanted be in this field until probably my senior year of college. Um, so I went to school to be in elementary and special ed teacher um that was my major and then um i'm
0: sorry for intervening i want to ask yeah
1: yeah
0: is is dad and uncle and mom teachers what they?
1: yeah they're all yeah. teachers
0: I, I, that's what i thought so i could see
1: yeah yeah they're all, all right you're still teaching but yeah yeah um so i when i was injured my senior year i was injured for almost a year Um, And I was kind of in that supportive role, you know, as a captain of the team, I was kind of just sidelines, obviously, I couldn't do anything athletically. So all I could really do was support the girls and being able to support them on the sideline even though it was incredibly hard not to be able to participate my senior year um, of college it was just great to be able to be on the other side of things and I think I got a taste of that which was kind of like coaching even though I was doing no coaching I was just you know going to the meets and cheering them on Um, just just seeing how happy they were after meets or like trying to pick them up if you know something happened you know I got a taste of that my senior year and then You know, I think that's kind of something that triggered me in my mind. You know, after I'm done running competitively, I think I want to kind of give it a try. Um, Um, You know, so I think think it's kind of started there. And then after when I was running after college, I kind of felt like it was going in that direction. Um,
0: Shout out to the club. It's Ocean State.
1: Yeah, I ran for Ocean State. Um, Shout out to Ray. Ocean State. Yeah, Ray coaches the athletes there, and Jordan Mann, you know, runs the club. Shout
0: out to Jordan. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. So you've been around the sport, um, but some things that I've noticed, and I think the younger generation, it's important for them to hear some of the gems you can drop on this. So like you joined Providence 10 years ago, but over the years, have you seen, especially post-COVID, because we see it at the high school level, the anxiety, uh, the stress, eating disorders, any disorder, mental, the diet. What can you share to us as high school coaches and high school athletes that will hear this so that no matter where they go to their respective college, to the word i'm trying to say how to address their issues because you don't want to bottle that stuff inside and then you get on campus you start to unravel like you said like you if, you, if you're not focused on the classroom it's going to be hard to translate
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the track and then if it's the mentals the eating and then that affects you need the mental and the diet as runners could we talk about eating disorders and um the mental stuff and how that's impacted uh, athletes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think mental health um, has been a prominent thing, you know, nowadays, you know, and we're doing a good job. I think in colleges now we're having more resources. Like, you know, here we have a nutritionist um, on campus just for student athletes and as well as sports psych um, to help any student athletes. And our office is always open if kids are struggling and you want to just come in and feel comfortable and just talk to us, but you know, that's not my profession, you know, I can't, I can't help, you know, the women and men with that, you know, so all I can do is really, you know, listen to them, and then hopefully refer them to, you know, the proper help that they might need, um, whether that be sports psych or nutritionist or something. But I think, you know, as high school coaches, the biggest thing you can do is just, you know, be open and be supportive. Um, In both those fronts, mental health or eating disorders, you want to make sure your athletes are comfortable coming to you if they're struggling, you know, make them feel like, they can come and talk to you about about these these things that are really hard to talk about as young student athletes. You know, it's not easy to to admit, you know, you're struggling and and that's OK. And even at the college level, it's still hard to admit that. So making sure you can have a open dialogue with kids and be open and be comfortable so they can feel like they can come to you and then you can refer to them, you know. Um, Also educating them as best as possible. You know, you might not have all the right answers, but someone might. And, you know, just letting them know there are people out there that can help Um, and just giving them, you know, the right education tools to kind of, you know, process all the stuff that they may be feeling and, you know, going through because being a kid now is, is hard. High school student athlete is hard. Same thing with college. It's very hard, you know, but we get through it and we have so many resources um, at all levels, that you know, kids come become, very, become successful, very successful, even when they are struggling.
0: Um, probably one of my favorite questions I'm going to ask you: Why is it important? This is for you, young ladies out there. Why is it important that more women join the coaching ranks? Um, I think
1: it's, I think it's important, important because it's. Because it's for someone for people and women to look up to you know you know having these women in you know head coach roles is really cool to see you know if you look at NCAA a lot of the top teams are coached by women and and that just shows you know what a woman in that position could really do you know even when i was here 10 years ago we did have a woman on staff Steph Riley who's at Holy Cross and that made a big difference you know on top of rays You know great coaching we had steph who was also a great coach but also a woman so you could relate to her you know if you needed to if you needed to go for her for something i think having people in these roles is 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 women in these roles are great you know it's someone that you can relate to easier rather than maybe a male um and you know it just depends on the person some people are comfortable talking about you know certain things with with their male coaches but some people are you know comfortable talking with women and having that option you know here at pc or wherever you are um is great and And i think we really need more people in that position so women feel more comfortable you know um with any aspect that they need help with or coming to you know it just might be you know a better you know we have we have all these uh positions in track and field and getting to see you know women in these high roles inspires me at least. Um, you know, yeah. I want to be these coaches that, you know, are winning, you know, and I look up, you're to them on your time. way. <laughs> Thank you. I tried to learn from whatever they're doing. Um, but yeah, it's great yeah, to see. And it's great for young girls to see that as well, just in case they will ever want to take that path.
0: You already answered that question. I wanted to ask for the time being you're done competing. But um, I think it's important that people understand that we all can inspire each other. So I've said, Kev, you've always inspired me. Thank you. Your support for your family, the sport. And I need to have more of a statement to you. I, I want you to keep your promise and you, you to keep being the amazing person that you are, the vibrant and, um, Authentic self that you are, because the world needs more cats. So you got to promise me that you're not going to switch up. We need you. <laughs> but um, what I felt is it safe to say? i, I let it my little introduction is the Roca Brass family combined is track royalty. But I was thinking about questions. I was like, man, if you add up your uncles your uncle's children, your siblings, your dad, and your mom. I don't know if there's another family in Massachusetts that has more state champions. I'm just going to be honest, right? I have no so idea. So with that being said, with all this high level, what was like kickball growing up with your cousins? With everyone, like, you know, i trying to think. Shane was mid-distance, but like, you know, before everyone started getting into like the distances, we were all sprinters and soccer players, mm-hmm. right? What was that like?
1: Well, all this
0: talent, <laughs> right?
1: It must have been competitive. Yeah, it was competitive. It was a fun competitive environment. So, you know, I was the only girl in our, you know, around our cousins, um, you know. So I was playing with a bunch of guys, you know, playing street hockey or hockey, wiffle ball, soccer. soccer. So it was always competitive no wonder we were playing and once the parents got involved if we had a family volleyball game you know that was even you know it was fun though you know and it is competitive. oh that must be serious
0: the family volleyball <laughs> the game must be serious
1: stories um so but it was awesome it, it was great to kind of grow up like that um you know and i think it, it taught me a lot when i started running competitively or whatever in high school and playing soccer, you know, more seriously, not competitively, I guess, Um, you know, learning from the guys, always wanting to be better, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, but it was, it was fun more than anything else.
0: Wait, hold on. So Fernando has no girls.
1: He has a, yeah. younger, he a younger girl younger now. Girl she's, now. I think she's in middle school or high school. But oh, you have a younger cousin. Kids.
0: But you didn't. Oh, when you were growing up, there was, was no growing, girls.
1: So all of my, like, like Ben, Evan, Marcelo, Claudio, like all of them, my age, it was just boys. It was just so it was just oh, yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Fellas, she shaped you guys. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> That's why Marcelo, Shane, and Claudio got on the course like, yo. <laughs> I'm not losing to you because my <laughs> sister was destroying me. So I see how that works. <laughs> I see how that one works. Okay. Um like so I think my f- my favorite uh cat roca moment was more of a Roka family moment. Um I'll go back twenty fifteen. I'm a rookie coach and I'm overwhelmed, City's first time in a long time the city gets on the line at D1, and I see your brother, right? And this is Marcelo speaking. And I was like, you know what, kids? We're gonna go to VCP. Well, coach, what's VCP? We're gonna go to Van Cortland Park. We're gonna go to the the Franklin Park of New York, which probably the toughest course in cross-country, the circuit you gotta go to VCP, but we're gonna go watch. I want you guys to run like the freshman race, sophomore race, cause they didn't qualify. But I want you guys to watch the championship race and see what it looks like high level. And you know, um, your brother's the the one kid from mass at the time that has the shot. So well, I'm rooting for your brother. And then I think I'm at maybe 150. I'm, like, I'm on the straightaway. <laughs> And your dad comes up to me, race goes off, and your dad says, like, something so touching. And he's like, I really appreciate what you're doing. You're new to the sport. Keep up the good work. And coming from your dad, I'm looking over it, like, you're the guy. Like, That's coming from you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, man. I really, like, motivate him to keep going. Then all of a sudden, the runners are coming out the woods. It's the final. And all of a sudden, I just see this Girl, come
1: zoom, man. I'm like, Yo,
0: who's that? And then literally, I don't think you know because you parked like probably like, 10 meters in front of me. It's a strange Let's go, Michelle. When I saw that, I said, I'm not doing enough in the sport. I, I need to turn all the way up. I got to turn all the way up. Because the way Kat is operating right now. Oh, yeah. Like, I need to run for her. So that was my cat Roka moment where mm-hmm. I really appreciated, like, wow, like, not that it's not necessarily intense, but I appreciated the passion.
1: Yeah.
0: And definitely. it sent a lot, like, wow, like, I'm thinking, like, this girl runs for Providence, big Providence, Ray Tracy, like, you took time for your brothers. So that really, really, um, my favorite cat, Katarina Roka family moment. One of mine, and then, too. I think actually. The last one. <laughs> I think the last one is more, it's, it's, I don't think it's a, it's a testament to your family. It's so much to you, but I got to give Claudio his props mm-hmm. because we see a lot of athletes, um, their dream is to run on any collegiate level, but I believe there's a place for everyone on every level. And I think that Claudio made the very right decisions because to see Claudio go to assumption and run at that level, you know, um, he's nationally ranked level D three. So D three at any level, like nationally ranked at any level is hard. So it was more of a testament to like for Claudio to make a decision to go to a school that could benefit him and provide him, a chance to compete at a high level athletically, and most important, academically. So I just want to give you, Claudia, a shout-out. Um, yeah. And then I think another one was when I met you at FOSS, and then I met Bree, your teammate. And I was like, I could see why this team was good, because I saw how you and Bree were, like, close-knit. And I'm like, between Kat and Bree, there's no way that the other five weren't going to show up to run, because these <laughs> two are <have> turned up. <laughs> like... <laughs> The number 345 is gonna be. Yeah, I, I have to I have to run like them. So uh, shout out to you, Bree. You know, Bree's in Cali. I know you want yeah. to go to California tomorrow. Yeah,
1: yeah, but
0: um yeah, no, um you're not Cali. I just definitely brothers. wanted to
1: yeah, my bro- I think chop it up with you because testament. I just think
0: um I don't uh, I don't want our younger generation to get uh dishearted. Or maybe lose hope, because like even for you, my last question kind of like you stop competing, but you're still competing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean by that, as coaches, we still compete, and I think that your story is a great story where someone like I mean, you hit it, you hit it on the nails, like high school state record holder at one point, get to the n c a level all American team, and then it's like the next jump, uh was pros and then you were training on the pro circuit, running in pro races, and then you shifted. And I think a lot of young men and women can learn from you and your story. Like, this is a prime example of someone who gave back. Like, you're pushing our forward, our sport forward. And I think I could speak on behalf of your family. Like, they gotta be proud. Like, you're in the position that you are. You're still teaching. We as coaches, we're teaching. We're teaching life lessons and the nuance of how to race appropriately and how to train and diet. And I was so eager to do this with you because I'm like, Providence has always been a top program. But now someone like you, an alum, you can stand right by a ray and like feed this next generation of men and women. Like, hey, this is what it takes. Look at me. I'm an example. And I think that's powerful bear with me sorry about that so yeah i just wanted to touch base i know you're super busy no no thank
1: you yeah i appreciate you thank you for the shout out for marcelo and claudio i mean you made me think back you know that race whenever it was you know not eight years ago now whatever it was it was uh november 25th 2015 um But just to be able to cheer him on, I think, you know, is is an amazing thing that I'm able to do um, now, like back then. And now, even now, now, you know, it made me just remember, you know, actually, actually, we had NCAA regionals um, for cross at Van Cortlandt Park this past fall. Um, And Marcella was trying to qualify, you know, the team was trying to qualify and then then it was pretty much, you know, he had to try to qualify on his own, and he had as, to be as an top individual. as an individual, yep. And um, he was coming down that starting line, that finish line, and it was the same reaction I had that just made me think of it. It was so funny. That last 150, I was storming down there. My dad, a couple feet behind me now because he can't keep up, but um, – <laughs> yelling his name and I, it made me literally think back to you know not eight nine years ago the exact same thing when he was in high school yeah just being so excited you know I went to full three times and I wanted him to have that really cool experience that I had and just seeing him accomplish that for all the hard work he did and then seeing it even on the next level the same exact course you know the same type of meet a regional meet was just oh it was it was awesome to see and then you know Claudio doing his thing at Assumption you know D2 school you know he was never a state champion but now he can say he's been to NCAA cross twice so you yep. know it just shows where you can go from high school to college no matter really where you go and he's doing great things there he's the top runner there and um at assumption and he's you know in hopes of you know doing some good things on the track and he has a fifth year so who knows if he'll where he'll do that but um you know it's just I'm really proud of both of them in regards to where they are with their running and as people and you know academically they're way smarter than I am so they got me beat on that but um you know just super proud of them and you know I think they have much more to give in the sport both of them um Marcelo's Mm -hmm. done this year and Claudio has another year but I'm excited to kind of see where they're at and cheer them on um but yeah done competing but For me, except these types of things kind of fill that void, you know, you know, coaching, like you were saying, you know, people in the sport, you know, even when you're done competing and you think it's all over, it's not, you know, I found this opportunity and, you know, I'm grateful that they gave that Providence and Ray gave me this opportunity where I can now hopefully like fill the void of not competing, but, you know, helping people kind of accomplish their dreams and goals um, on any level, you know, walk on scholarship, whatever it may be, you know. Um, just to help them throughout, you know, their careers here.
0: Yep. Um, Kat, uh, please enjoy yourself.
1: Thank
0: you. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Enjoy Cali. Thank you. I know that you guys open up the fifteenth New Balance.
1: Yep. We at the UMass uh, meet, so we're excited about that. And then we'll go to BU for a couple times.
0: I was actually um, we got double booked. Oh. So no. I was actually supposed to announce that BU the um the fifteenth meet um Ooh. the collegiates at New Balance, but high schoolers, I'm rolling with you guys. So <laughs> we'll be we'll be streaming the meet, but I f- physically won't be yeah. at yeah. at New Balance. But my goal is to start to do some collegiate stuff down the road. I'm hoping to, to I'm hoping to get
1: to some uh, uh, mass meets. Mass, you know the invites you know, and the. And they all state needs and, meet all, and mean, all those kind of or division one, whatever it may be, whatever, may whatever be. they call it. But um,
0: division one state relays is coming up next week or two. Oh, actually you guys are the 16th. No, the 15th.
1: We're the 15th. Um, I think D
0: ones is, let me double check. I think D ones could be the 16th
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the meet of champions, which well, we're not going to unpack that, but so <laughs> now cap will mean you were in high school. There was an all-state team mm-hmm. champion, and they scored it. Now they don't score it. It's just, like, the best of the best. Uh,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. And that's cool, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a, little a little different. You know, times have changed. <laughs> um... Well,
0: D- D1 is um, Saturday the 21st.
1: Okay. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. And
0: then meet yeah. the champions is definitely a good one. then we have the Northeast invite 13th, 14th, 15th. I'm on the mic then. Yeah. But yeah and Camden. New balance
1: nationals will be in Boston, which is really cool for you know all those local Massachusetts schools to have an opportunity just to just go go to New balance track and you know run some times which is cool
0: um i'm there's I'm hearing that ncas might be coming in the next year or two.
1: yeah, I think so. yeah, I think some college around here will host um. But that would that'd be Bell. another, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome,
0: you know. Having, At, having um, no, I'm, I'm hearing it's coming. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> this is the time, and this is why I think it's important for Mass kids to know, like, me and you didn't have that opportunity. Like, Mass is starting to stamp itself as the running hub. You and I have traveled Europe, like, high school in Europe, there is no JV. Either you're elite or you're elite, like, they're, like you know what I'm talking about, like, they don't have secondary um, sports at the schools like you're the nicest 10 year old. You're just running. At, you just run up. Right. Where like now we're going to have in March New Balance Nationals. Weeks later, the World Marathon, Kipchoge to making a final stamp as the official go. Plus the BU mini meets. What city in the world has that?
1: Yeah. They'll have really a cool.
0: marathon, right? They'll probably have some pros, but do they have the scholastic part? Do they have the collegiate part and the professional part? Oh, the state's going to be on fire the next four months. Mm-hmm. Grand Prix coming up, new balance. There's a lot going on. And I think me and you going to be in the middle of something special. Yeah. <laughs> me hopefully doing the journalism and you <laughs> landing some top recruits and then some of those <laughs> athletes punching their tickets to the NCAA. Hopefully, and I just need one last thing from you. Yeah, yeah. Continue to do what you're doing in a Providence in large. Any Providence friar. I got to represent Providence. Providence, anything large.
1: All righty. I'll let Ray know.
0: (laughs) And tell your dad, especially your dad, super hug. Mom, they're the best. Uncle, I appreciate everything that they have done for me and you to open up the door so you and I to be the coaches that we are today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Okay, enjoy your
0: holidays. Well, Thank your you. trip. Thank you. Tell Bria what's up. Hopefully, I got it right this time. <laughs> You're going to get the text. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's clap it up for one of the best to ever do it here in Massachusetts. <laughs> She's took her talents now to Providence, and kids, do not hesitate. When you see Kat Roka pick her brain, one of the best to do it, has the experience, has the knowledge. We appreciate you, Kat. Keep up the good work.
1: Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks.
0: All right. Let's see if